Welcome to this episode of Once Upon a Time, From Storybook to Estrangement, hosted by Lynn. I have lived as an estranged parent. I will always love my adult son and my adult daughter. And I thank them for getting me to this transformative place in my life. So join me now for my own Once Upon a Time, my story of estrangement. This is Lynn from Once Upon a Time, from Storybook to Estrangement. By way of career, I am a professor, author, and entrepreneur. By way of a lived experience, I identify as an estranged parent. Let me start by saying my lived experience as an estranged parent is, without a doubt, the single most difficult experience in my lifetime. My healing journey continues, and this podcast is one step in that journey. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Once Upon a Time from Storybook to Estrangement with Lynn. I am so excited today to welcome my guest. Today, I will be interviewing Mr. Randy Flood, and Randy is co-founder and director of the Men's Resource Center of West Michigan. So I am so excited and I would love to ask Randy if he would introduce himself for our audience. Well, thanks. Thanks for having me on, Lynn. Uh, We've had some conversations to preface this and it's been exciting to anticipate this conversation today. So um, yeah, the director of the Men's Resource Center, I founded, co-founded that with my co-author, Charlie Donaldson, who, with whom I've written a couple books that we might talk about later on. But um, that was in 2000, and, and um, I had a center in Grand Rapids, Michigan, that I um, directed, and he worked uh, the center in Holland, Michigan. And since that time, uh, Charlie has retired and uh, the Holland office is no longer there, but I continue to operate the Grand Rapids Grand Rapids office, where we offer specialized consultation, counseling, and coaching um, for males, young men, men, older men. And we see men as a special population, just like you see um, Latinos or women's issues or African-American issues, gay and lesbian issues. We, we see men having a particular experience growing up in culture and society with what we call male socialization that trains them to have unique mental health struggles, unique behavioral struggles, relationship struggles, problems with emotional intelligence perhaps. And we wanna offer men um, specialized mental health services, counseling groups, and then coaching services to meet their particular needs. And we've been doing that for, like I said, since 2000. We got staff. We've expanded. We're doing online counseling and coaching now. And the pandemic really accelerated that. And working with people all over the country and some people outside the country, Australia, Great Britain, and, and such. Randy, that was a great introduction. Randy and I are talking about men, mental wellness, and emotions. And I have so much to ask you from that segment alone in terms of you described yourself as a sensitive male and you had to hide it. 
how did that play out in your family? Was your family aware of your sensitivity? Oh, I think so. Um, maybe not as acutely as, um, as I am aware of it today as a practicing psychologist and understanding the intricacies of temperament and personality and socialization processes. Um, but I, but I, my mom, for example, can tell stories of, <clears throat> of one of my dogs that uh, was going blind um, because it had like cataracts or something. And she caught, saw me out by the dog, you know, um, outside on a Saturday afternoon, just crying and petting the dog and just wanting him to be able to see again. And that, that experience of seeing me mm. be so upset, you know, convinced them and propelled them to take the dog into the vet and, and ended up, we had eye drops and the dog was able to see again. And so there's, there's stories like that of mm-hmm. me being more sensitive. Um, and there's also stories about me being the, the ER child, you know, I was also very rambunctious and very a risk taker on my bike. And so I had this unique um, balance in my personality that I appreciate where I, where I can be a traditional male and do risky things and be athletic and end up getting hurt and bruised with broken bones and end up in the <laughs> ER. But I also had this ability to feel strongly and empathize and, and not enjoy bullying, for example, and, and, and see the, the pain that it can cause others, even though I was, you know, a, a person who did some bullying at times too. So so yeah, I think people knew about it to some degree. And you talked about this balance between this sensitive young child or the sensitive young male and then having this other rambunctious side. Were those pieces integrated or were you feeling like a struggle between one side of you or one part of you and another? I think they were um, not integrated in one of the one side, the rambunctious athletic side I, I I exhibited and I and I you know I paraded in it I tried to develop that side of me because that's the side that got affirmation that's the side that got mm. attention attention from my grandpa attention from my uncles and attention from my male peers and my teachers and coaches um, you know Randy the the drummer who could you know played percussion or play baseball and 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 those kinds of things and the other side was one that I felt, I felt there was something wrong with me. I felt that there was something flawed about my masculinity that I had this sensitivity. And so I really worked to try to quash it, um, con- you know, c- compress it, um, control it. And um, that's, that's the part where as the men's resource center, we really work, we have an altogether boys program where we have gone into a middle school and talked to boys Mm-hmm. About, about what it means to be a man and helping them develop healthy ideas about masculinity. And that's the kind of ideas. I mean, I think of the little Randy, the seventh grader who could have heard a male mentor say to say to him, Hey, you can, it's okay that you're sensitive. It's okay that you have emotions. It's okay that you want relationships and deep conversations. That's part of being a human. That's not part of being weak or unmasculine. And you got this other side of you that's great and wonderful too. So you can integrate those two things and develop both of them and you'll be a more complete human being. If I had that kind of experience and validation and mentoring, I would have, 
I don't know how much I could have thrived it more in a more expeditious way rather than needing therapy to do it you know, in my adult life. And I love what you said. I mean, it's so critical. One of our basic human needs is to be validated, is mm-hmm. to be able to accept who we are and to be accepted by others who are in our, our safe circle. So when did you realize, and I'm using your words, you said, you know, some, what's wrong with me? When did you realize that there was nothing wrong with you? I think it was um, a, a combination of education, therapy, um, being around other um, mentors in the field of men and masculinities, when, you know, listening to Jackson Katz. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with him or, or Paul Kivel, um, Robert Pasek, uh, Robert Bly. There's many different um, mentors uh, that I had exposure to going on retreats and um, where it was this, this narrative, this validation that men can be um, complete by developing emotional and relational intelligences and that doesn't have to negate their masculinity and you can live richer lives. And I saw other men doing that and, and, and exhibiting that and talking about how it's enriched them. And I aspired to, to be like that. And I put myself in, in, in psychotherapy and put myself in men's retreats and intensive retreats um, to, to help me heal and help me grow and develop um, and it took years, and it continues to be a journey. More with parental alienation expert Randy Flood on the next episode of Once Upon a Time from Storybook to Estrangement. Once Upon a Time from Storybook to Estrangement are my own stories of my lived experience. This is not intended for counseling, therapy, medical care, or crisis care. Thank you for joining us. Until next time. Each estrangement journey begins with honesty, hope, and healing. Please join us again on the next episode of Once Upon a Time, From Storybook to Estrangement.